Hey, Leo. Can you hear me? <laughs> it's on. Okay, we're on. <laughs> we're on like Donkey Kong. There always, you go. I always say that. Uh, we're waiting for Brett to join us. So, uh, welcome to Middle Finger Happiness. Work hard, live well, don't fuck with me. I'm the host of Middle... Uh, Leo, I can totally hear you breathing. <laughs> really? I'm not even breathing that hard. He's breathing. Is that better? That's better. There you go. I can edit this out, by the way. Or should I just leave it? I, just leave I it. don't know what you heard, but I'm good. <laughs> so we're waiting for Brett to join us. Brett is the founder of Legion Yoga. Join Legion Yoga. And uh, we met on Instagram. So we're waiting for him to pop in. But in the meantime, thanks guys for listening. Um, this is your host, Sharon Lee Sabata, with Leo Phoenix, my special edition co host. And there we are. He's on. Brett. Hello. hello. Can you hear me okay? Uh, we, we hear you, dude. It's on. Loud and clear. Nice. How you doing, Brett? Awesome. I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? Doing great, man. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we were uh, we're actually outdoors here in Houston, Texas, and we're doing a little different spinoff instead of being in the studio. But I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, was looking at your Instagram, and I do the magic question. You ready? Sure. Welcome. Who are you, and what do you do? Tell our audience. <laughs> so I'm very, very grateful to be here. Thank you again. My name is Brett Rivero. And I own a yoga company called Legion Yoga. Um, and so I'm really trying to create yoga as more of a entity for everyone instead of this singular development for stretchy, bendy people. <laughs> mm, Interesting. Like and I, you, you said something in a short conversation we had. You had a spinal injury. Is that how you got into yoga? Can you let our audience know how you got into yoga? For sure. So I played hockey my whole life, right? So uh, there was never any yoga <laughs> a part of that. <laughs> there was lifting weights, um, fighting, and waking up the next morning and doing it all over again. Uh, so, you know, when you take part in an awesome sport like hockey, you sometimes put away stretching or taking care of the totality of yourself. And after I played hockey, I decided the next best thing to fulfill the ego would be to build race cars and become a mechanic because if, if you ever met a mechanic um, they all think they're the best mechanic in the world we all yeah. do yeah we, yes. <laughs> if you're anywhere you go especially at dealerships every mechanic thinks they're the greatest thing to the world uh, so that was a great great next step um, and once I became very efficient at that I was leaning over a car one day and uh, I just got stuck Working on a car, I got stuck and a shooting pain went through my spine. I couldn't move. And so I went to doctors. They made sure, you know, they did an MRI and they're like, yeah, well, your C5 has went to the left. Your C6 has went to the right. You have severe nerve damage. The only thing you can do is have an operation. And, wow. Uh, yeah. So that's a, that's a gut check. You know, that was a, a big check to, okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And how in the fuck did I get here? <laughs> right. and, and, you're, and, and you're looking at a, a, a person like yourself who's an athlete. You went from hockey and now you're, you know, you have a, a, a kind of new career as a mechanic. And now you're being told you have severe nerve damage. We have to operate. 
Well, let me let me yep. stop you there, Brett. Uh, how 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 did you get stuck? I'm just wondering. Okay, so when I was leaning over,、um, I was at Audi at the time, and so I was leaning over and trying to get to something in the bottom of an engine bay, and you had to put torque there, right? And so when you're doing that,、uh, right. I've always had very loose shoulders, so I can literally. Reach a lot farther than most people because I can take my shoulders、uh, slightly out of the socket, not fully, but I can then reach really, really far down. And so, reaching really far down, that was it. And when I went to torque something,、uh, improper pressure, incorrect alignment. Oh wow! Yeah, but, but and honestly, I, I believe I believe that it was a it was a long time coming. You know, I, I think it was a lot of. Not only physical abuse to my body, but then also the characteristics of hey, push through anything. Hey, there is no stopping, you know. And, and、mm-hmm. that that led to that abuse of my mental and physical self, which ultimately brought me to one of the greatest things that ever happened to me, which was one of also the worst moments at the same time. <laughs> It's through adversity that inspiration comes. That's that's honestly that's honestly what I believe that without and this is not to knock anyone that's had a beautiful, fantastic life and never had adversity. And at the same time, the adversity that I have had to face is not nearly as bad as individuals who grew up in very, very difficult places where all they know is war. But we find ourselves in our own precarious positions in life to either grow from them or allow them to take us over. And at that point in time, I realized that what I was allowing to take me over, mentally, physically, emotionally,、uh, was not going to happen anymore. And no matter what, even if it took me six months, a year, two years, I was going to find who I was through the pain of this particular incident. Yeah, absolutely. I, I you know, I think、uh, sometimes we just don't know when to stop. And、uh, you know, sometimes they say, you know, no one to hang your boots up, and we just keep going and keep going. And next, you know, your body breaks down, and at that point, you got to deal with, with with that situation. And I think that's where you kind of came across because I, I've been there, and I know exactly what you're saying. Maybe not to the extreme that、uh, of a broken back, but uh, but I, I, I could definitely、uh, feel what、uh, what what you went through. And then, of course, it took you in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. So your self repair is what I'm looking at. It's self repair. What was the next step after the doctor told you, okay, severe nerve damage, surgery? What happened after that? So there's always been this voice inside of me, you know, whatever you want to call it, Jiminy Cricket, intuition, your soul, God, spirit.、Um, it doesn't matter to me what you call it. Honestly, it's it's just can you listen to it or not? And I've always had this thing yelling at me. I just decided not to listen、um, because I've always been scared of myself and of life. Right until that moment where I had to step into my fears,、uh, and, and that voice just screamed out immediately. Said, "No, no, you are not letting anybody touch your spine. Don't even think about it." And it just so happened a month before this, I went to a hot yoga class with my wife, and、uh, <laughs> I got my ass kicked. Dude, I've, I've done hot yoga. It's hard. Yeah, it was it's hard as fuck. That's, that's, that's、so、not a joke. It was no,、so、it's not a joke. And like I was like, I, I, I was halfway through, it, and of course, I I've been working out, you know, at that time every day, working on cars, working on houses. You know, we were we were flipping rental properties at that time every, all night. So I was like, I'm in fantastic shape. 
there's no reason I can't hustle this out. So I wore a tight long sleeve Under Armour shirt. And halfway through, there's this huge puddle of sweat around me. And all these chicks are looking at me like, what's wrong with you, dude? Oh, my gosh. The temperature, oh, gosh. I went to a hot yoga class last year, right before COVID. What is the temperature usually in there? Do you remember, Brett? Yeah, so it can be a real hot yoga class. It can be 95 to 100 degrees. Wow. Yeah, this was like a hundred. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And you're in those positions and you and did you have your water? Because you, you will dehydrate in minutes. You will dehydrate in minutes. And of course I had a humongous ego, so I did not need water. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And my wife loved it. She laughed at me the whole time afterwards. And of course, you know, I was like, that was stupid. I'm never doing that again. Meanwhile, I'm going, what the fuck just happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it was it was fantastic because then when I hurt myself, just something said, you remember that silly, crazy thing you did? What if you could use that to heal? Because there was something there. There was something there. There was a glimpse mm-hmm. of it. And and so from there, I I, um, I bought a really, really old yoga book off of Amazon. It's like a thousand pages and it goes through everything. It goes through breath work, it goes through meditation, it goes through movement, it goes through everything from energy to your mindset. And um, I just started reading and reading and reading and trying every single morning. And it was it was not fun. You know, it, it wasn't good at all. At first, it was painful and it was five steps forward, 10 steps back. And then finally six months, I started to be able to move my fingers and wake up in the morning without them numb and not have a tremendous amount of pain. Um, And then, you know, I just went running. I started to run because I was like, okay, I can run. There's no reason why I can't run. I'm starting to feel my fingers again. And I just started bawling my eyes out on a run. Just bawling, like uncontrollably running. It's dark crying i'm laughing i'm like what is happening i'm fucking crying i'm fucking laughing what is wrong with me and you know it it finally came to that all of these things that i've been building up and holding on to and the pain and the unhappiness and the weakness that i felt they were all a facade because the strength was always inside of me and i just couldn't tap into it and i couldn't tap into it because i couldn't face myself and once i go ahead so this was a, 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 a self-taught thing you did. You, you didn't go to a specialist in yoga. You picked up a book no. on Amazon and you said, I'm, I'm going to do this based on the hot yoga experience. Yep. So based on that, and that's just, I just knew that if anybody's going to teach me, why wouldn't it be me? Why, why wouldn't I teach myself? I know that I have the ability. And so it it was, but it wasn't, I would not recommend it. (laughs) I don't don't recommend it. It was brutal. But, um, you know, that the word has always been willpower. Whether it's been me, you know, crushing through something with hockey or learning something very efficiently without a book or with a book or figuring out some type of issue. The word's always been willpower. And so once I realized, hey, this is what I need to do for myself, who's better to teach me than me? And because I taught myself in that manner, the capacity now to guide others through this process called yoga, which is, you know, a totality of breath work, meditation, mindset, movement, um, it's allowed it to amplify. Because when people say, hey, I feel this, this, and this, I say, yeah, okay, let's work with that. People say, man, I can't get out of these running thoughts. I say, yeah, okay, let's work with that. Because I, I put in those really difficult hours, um, days, weeks to help so, myself. 
Go to ahead. get there. I, I have a question that I know somebody is, whoever's listening in the audience is probably thinking this question. Where did you get your your grit, your drive, your, your not giving upness, if that is even a word? Where yeah. do you think that came from? Because that's, that's, that's the magic right there. I agree with you. I really think that is the magic. And to understand that, we'll have a fun trip to uh, a little boy with a bowl cut and glasses when he's eight years old. So, you know, I'm sitting there playing Sega Genesis, little eight-year-old kid. <laughs> pretty, pretty dorky I remember, looking. I remember Genesis. You remember Genesis, yes, yes. man? Just freaking, yeah. freaking playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> and so oh, I'm, yeah. I'm playing good old Sonic the Hedgehog, and I hear, uh, you know, commotion and yelling downstairs. So my parents got divorced when I was four. My mom remarried. She married an NHL fighter. He's a beautiful man, fantastic, strong man um, that I am grateful to call a father in my life. But he had his difficulties as well, just like we all did. And at that time, they were struggling, right? And so they fought a lot. And my mother, she has a temper on her, and she um, she won't be afraid to let you know it. So I heard the commotion, and I decided to go downstairs this time. And when I walked downstairs, I literally watched my mother rip out a whole section of drywall. Just the whole freaking thing. Just, just fucking put her hands in and ripped it out, screaming. So then my stepfather walks over to me. He says, Bud, that's what they called me, Bud you have to be a rock. You have to be a rock for everyone around you. And at eight years old, I went inside and said, I'm not a rock, I'm a scared little fucking kid. I don't know how to be a rock, but I can pretend to be somebody who's not scared. So that's what I just kept on doing. And then by the time that I made it to prep school, because I'm Puerto Rican and Cuban, I was on a full scholarship. It's a, it's a fucking $40,000 high school, for goodness sake. And, and they gave me a full ride. I was named a captain my second year there. Uh, I was getting tremendously good grades, basically on the ride. You want to go D1, you go D1, Brett. You want to go to pros, you go pros. All Everything lined up. And it just happened again. Everybody's looking at me, telling me I have to be their support system, their rock. Wow. And I cracked. I just fucking cracked. <laughs> you know, I, I let it all go. I went to the coach said, hey, I can't do this. I'm going to fuck you before you fuck me. I'm out. See ya. Have a great life. And slowly, those reoccurrences in my life kept happening. And when I broke my spine, I had two houses, was making six figures, four, three children at that time. The baby came a little bit afterwards. A beautiful wife that has been stuck. She's stuck by my side through all of the nonsense. Meanwhile, the three kids are not even hers. She is with me with having three children that aren't even hers. Oh, wow. And we've been, we yeah, she's an amazing woman. Thank God for her. Uh, we've been through a custody battle for my twin boys. Uh, she was there with me the whole way. Uh, I was still drinking like a fish. And so when I broke my spine, that was it. I couldn't, there, there was no way that this way of living and continuing this facade of being the tough guy, but really being scared shitless inside, it had to go away. Mm -hmm. It had to just you had to and you know I, it all starts with traumas no matter if it's a small trauma or a big trauma every human on this planet has had some form of trauma and what we see and i see it over and over again the common denominator two things happen you either learn from it and you fix yourself self-repair be gentle with yourself or you just go on about the next thing and here comes trauma number five 
and trauma number seven and trauma number you know what I mean? It just keeps on going. So, le- so l- let me ask you this, Brad. So w- what's the difference between your appearance then to what you appear to be now on, on the outside of who you are towards the public Com- and the world? Compassion. Compassion for Always. you or compassion for everyone or a mixture? Both. Both. Mm-hmm. You have to have mm-hmm. compassion for yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to understand where you've been, but not let it be who you are. Because we're all going to go through life situations. And if we hold on to them, we're never going to be able to share or give. Right? And my honest mission is to help people through this thing called yoga, to give people a little bit more strength of mind, strength of will, a little bit feeling of positivity in their body, being able to be calm in their body, feel safe in their body, feel grounded and connected to themselves. And to be able to do that, I have to feel those things as well. And so when I started to forgive myself, to realize that true strength came from within me, to know that having true strength is being compassionate for yourself, Having true strength is being compassionate for your children, for your wife, for strangers, for people that have done you dirty. When you start to internally create that feedback loop, there's nothing but to then have that external macrocosm be developed where you can now give and not want. Mm, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's that's powerful. So I want to ask another magic question. God, this is such a good interview. So you are the owner of Join Legion Yoga. Where did you come up with that name? So Legion. Yeah. So <laughs> on my chest, when I was younger, uh, my grandfather's my best friend. He, he was my best friend. <laughs> he he passed away, but he came over from Cuba with a suitcase of money. <laughs> Then the poor guy, you know, he, he left when Castro took over, came over with a suitcase of money. His partner stole it. He ended up in the freaking Bronx with no money. Poor guy, right? But, but he always, every day, had the most positive, loving outlook. So I got a tattoo with my grandfather's name with a helmet uh, from a really, really old vase uh, of Achilles watching my heart. So it's on my right chest looking at my heart. And I would look at this every day and remind myself, hey, be strong. But always know, be humble, be humble, be humble, be humble. And and when that keeps on reverberating as well, I was like, well, what can I bring to this yoga thing? You know, what can I make it so that people really resonate with a community, resonate with a family, resonate with a joint effort of growth? And that's when the name Legion started to come up. And, you know, it's a legion of send out badasses. It's a legion movement. You know, it's a legion of 10,000 people strong in body and mind. And so legion yoga just started to come into fruition. And, you know, it represents strength, but also humility and, and honor. Mm, wow. I love it. It is great. So we're in, we're in the in the middle of the podcast and I, I like to do this in the middle and then we'll do this in the in the end because I never know where a listener is in the podcast they could be driving and already got to their destination tell people right now where they can find you your social media handles yeah for sure so if you go to um, Instagram it's just join Legion Yoga if you want to go to Facebook it's Legion Yoga or if you want to go right to my um, online platform it's legionyoga.com and you can sign up for your first class for free getting ready to come out with a bunch of gear um, courses online subscriptions so 
it's really, really starting to jump off in a fantastic way. How has um, COVID? Uh, I don't like to. I don't like to say the word hinder, but how has? I don't know. I'm, have you seen a difference in your business? Are people more, you know, feeling more comfortable working out at home? I, I see that because I work out at home now. But is that is that going? Is that the way to go now? You think is that what people are going to do? Is just do these subscriptions, do these courses online, and you know, watch you teach and they participate at home? Yeah, I think it created positive pressure because it made my it really made me diversify. Because before COVID, I was basically set up. Okay, you can teach whenever you want, however much you want, whatever you want to do, however many one-on-ones, all in person. Boom! Right. Well, there you go. That that was that was the original mission: create a basic hub in Annapolis.、Um, but then when this happened, I had to rethink all that. So I got with、um, our online platform coordinator, and he was like, "Let's." Let's change it, man. Why don't we make this global? Why don't we start to give in a larger, broader spectrum? And so we started to think of, oh well, courses are a great way. Let's start coming out with some courses. Just simple breath work for the morning, five minutes every morning. Simple movement for the morning, five five minutes every morning. Okay, well, online classes are great. People all around the world can join. Yesterday was really cool.、I、had somebody from Brazil, somebody from the UK, and then a few dudes on the East Coast.、So、I was like, ah,、oh, yeah,、wow. this is. This is yeah. So that was that was really nice. So、uh, in my perspective, it it greatly helped me because it made me think in a lot broader way than I was. And now instead of being like, oh, I'm gonna have a huge training facility in Maryland. Now I'm like, okay, we're gonna have hubs all around the world. People are gonna be able to come train together, whether it's online, in person. And then we'll have hubs everywhere, so anyone can join in wherever they are, whether it's in person or online.、Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, I love it. It is. So you、Amazing. mentioned you mentioned you mentioned the, the five minute breathing course. A lot of people, including me, I, I have to catch myself. We're shallow breathers. Yep. And once you start breathing. Better or properly, and you just catch man, your energy picks up. Like breath is so important. Can you give our audience three tips or three pieces of advice on why breathing? That it starts with breathing. For sure, yeah. So,、um, so there's really, this is one of my favorite things. So I get a little funny because <laughs> I love this stuff. So there's three main things, right? Your diaphragm. Okay, so your diaphragm is almost like this jellyfish. Like muscle that separates your abdomen and your upper chest, and so this diaphragm, which is just about at the bottom of your ribs, it has a big old nerve that goes through it called the vagus nerve. You have two systems, right? Your fight or flight, sympathetic, and your restore and recover, parasympathetic. Your vagus nerve is directly associated with your parasympathetic nervous system. So when you can breathe in and out of your abdomen fluidly. You are literally moving this diaphragm. As you move your diaphragm, you are vibrating that vagus nerve. As you are coming into contact with that vagus nerve, making it flow with your breath, you are putting yourself into restore and recover. And most of us walk around in fight or flight, and we don't even know it. We don't even know it, and it's such a hindrance to our capacities to focus, to think clearly. To be present, and so this right here, just breathing in and out of your abdomen, is key. Another thing, the diaphragm. It touches this muscle called the pericardium. That pericardium also touches your heart. So studies have shown that as you slow down the rate of your breath, 
you slow down the rate of your heart, which then slows down your brain waves. So your brain waves, they then change state and you can start to think clear, be more focused, be calmer, be more present. And that is key. And all that comes from breathing in and out of your diaphragm. And finally, always try to breathe in and out through your nose. If you run your tongue straight back from just behind your teeth and all the way back as far as you can on the roof of your mouth, all of that, that whole thing is your nose cavity. It's about as big as your fist. And so breathing in and out of your nose not only heats up the breath, it also cleanses the breath, which is very, very key. So those three things, simply, well, it's actually two, but if you breathe in and out of your nose and you start to really utilize your abdomen, you can start by just putting your hands over your abdomen and just inhaling through your nose, feeling your fingers and, and hands fill up, and then exhaling through your nose and feeling your hands go in. If you do that for five minutes every single day, within two weeks, you'll notice a huge difference in your energy levels, your appetite, your sleeping habits. Well, you, you know what? I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to really try that. I, and I'm, I'm being I'm listening to everything you're saying, man. And I'm thinking, where, where are you physically? Where is your office physically? Because I would love to stop by and just do like a session one day if I'm in the area. He's in Maryland. He's oh. in Maryland. Well, you know, I, I spent a little bit of time in D.C., man. So, you know, one of these days, maybe I get sent back up there again and I will definitely stop by and say hi. Yeah, man. And for sure, if you ever just want to hop on uh, online, we can just hang out online and do a little bit of breath work together. It, it's it's unreal. Like when, you know, when I started to implement these things, it changed my life completely. Every aspect of it to the point now. So how, it's great. I don't say this lightly. I'm, I'm really absorbing what you're saying. I'm really listening, man, because uh, I think this uh, is a big deal. I was watching Leo. He's breathing better. I'm me. trying. I mean, I'm. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that, Leo. Thank you. So and much. I'm, 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 I will do that tonight. I will sit there for yes. five minutes and do exactly mm -hmm. what you said. And uh, I will practice. I, I will try and do that every day and uh, see if I can experience what uh, you're conveying. And I'm not doubting you. I'm just. I've never done it's it. It's so important. It is. I, it's so important. I think it's wonderful. I, I breathe. I breathe really slow at night that my husband will tap me on the back. He's like, are you okay? Because <laughs> you're like really breathing slow. And I'm like, this is this is me relaxing because I'm such a high energy person yeah. that I, I have to make myself slow down and relax and, you know, the evening time and all the breathing. So why isn't this part of our teaching in schools? I mean, this is so important. It is really important. And I don't know that answer, nor do I <laughs> pretend to be smart enough to know it. All I know is that I'm trying my best to get into as many places as I can with as many people. Uh, this actually Thursday, we're doing a uh, outdoor recess with the local public library. And so the uh, community schools come there. And so this is one of the things I'll be teaching there, which is a great way to give back. And so I'm trying to do as many activities like that as possible just to get around the kids and just give back. And it's, it's really fun because you can play with, you know, they love doing breath holding contests and it's, <laughs> they're all like, right. I can hold my breath long and you're like, okay. They're like, what is wrong with you? Why are you still not breathing? And I'll be talking to them and they're like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's not working. So uh, but you know what? I can see this in, in anything, corporate, schools, doctor's offices, every, every place on the planet, 
this is a tool. It's it's a tool. It's a self-repair tool. It is, and I, that's the most important key there, right? It's a self-repair tool. Self is the key word. There's a lot of people that say they're gurus and fucking know everything and can figure everything out, and I honestly think that's bullshit. I consider myself lucky to be a guide, and as a guide, when you go into the forest, you show people how not to fall. You show them to look out for certain branches or bushes, and then you let them experience the forest themselves. And that's the way I see it, right? It's a self-repair thing that I help guide people to. And then after six months, maybe one month, however long the time period is, then they do it on their own. And if they want more help, yeah, of course we can still hang out. And we can do things together. But putting myself as the you know head or figure above anyone else is a bunch of nonsense. I agree with that. I always believe that、yeah. at the point when you start to believe that you know everything, that's when you start. Not knowing anything, and I, th- I think we're learning every day.、Uh, it doesn't matter what you do,、uh, what your status, you know, corporate or you know, just regular life. You're 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 always open to learning, and I, I think that's a big. I think that's a key thing in 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 life. Yeah, you never stop learning. I think you, you stop learning when you're dead. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty much it. So, I'm working on a on a book, another book, and the title is "Broken Humans Working." That's the title. The subtitle, it's been coming at me just like Legion kept popping in your head. Legion kept popping in your head. Well, self repair toolbox or self repair toolkit. It's it's in there, and that's why all these interviews that I do, it's it's a common theme I see. You know, it's everybody who has was broken down. Decided to do something about it, or had to do something about it, and self-repaired. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think that's the key, right? Like a toolbox. We all need tools. What do you do when you need? Well, you're a mechanic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, as a mechanic, you needed your tools. You had,、right? and if you don't have the correct tools, the job's going to take you twice as long, and you're going to get frustrated, and you're going to hurt yourself. But if you do have the right tools, well, it's a lot easier. You become more efficient. The more efficient you can be. The better you can serve others, right? And then you have to learn how to use those tools. Yep. So, well, I、um, wanted to let everybody know one more time. What is the name of your website? LegionYoga.com. Okay, and your Instagram and your Facebook, the same thing. And for any of the listeners, they can be anywhere in the world and participate in your courses. Um, what other things do you have besides the courses? I was taking show notes here. Oh,、no, you're good. I saw that. Yeah. So right now we just have the online classes, in-person classes, and I'm also、okay. open. I have like two more spots for one-on-ones. I try not to take on too many one-on-ones. That way I can devote a large portion of my energy. So I have two more one-on-ones opens, and then next month we're going to release the subscriptions,、um, new mats, yoga mats. I'm really, really excited about those、um, shorts. Water bottles,、uh, hoodies. Oh, cool! All the merch. Yeah, all the merch, and then you know, like、uh, the the courses. Like I said, will be coming out next month. And you said something so key just now. Your energy. We have to protect our energy.、Yep. <laughs> it, it, we we have to. Well, Brett, I can't thank you enough for being here with us and sharing all your. I call them knowledge nuggets on on your story, and、um, I think this is going to be super well received. All right, Leo, you have any last questions? No, I just、uh, I, I think it's great.、Um, love your story, and、uh, one one of the key things that really stands out to me is that、uh, 
you don't seem to come across and, and you said it as knowing it all you're still learning you're going you're learning and, and I think that's a huge thing and in anyone's life uh, you go through life and you run into an obstacle and you learn how to overcome that and you continue forward and there's no going back it's just going forward and it's learning from yesterday and I, I think you're right on it man and I, I love your story I love your direction and uh, mm-hmm. I will definitely give you a, a look at and uh, follow whatever techniques and whatever things you you, got, you have to offer man I think it's great I yes. think it's awesome and I'll throw this out there we would love to have you back maybe in the uh like a back to school like you know at the end of summer if you're open to that you can be our guest again <laughs> yeah that's cool and thank you so much leo for saying that i really really appreciate that and um thank you man it's just one one foot in front of the other right that's it yep every day we well, you should see me and leo when we have our brainstorming sessions we every day we're like trying to figure out how to get to the next level with our our platforms not just the podcast but we're both artists we're both writers and and you have to have the right people around you uh helping you fan that fire and so i just i just love everything you shared today yeah yeah absolutely man and not just to keep going here i know we, we have to go but the thing is you know as an artist author writer creator whatever we need people like you out there to help us over those humps mm-hmm. i don't have all the answers so i appreciate that man. you're great Yes. Right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. You can follow Brett again, Brett, Brett at Join Legion Yoga on, on Instagram, on Facebook, and that's his website. Uh, Leo has a book on Amazon as well, and so do I. We'll put it all in the show notes today. Guys, thanks for listening to Middle Finger Happiness. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at middlefingerhappiness at gmail.com. And by the way, I received some more emails. Uh, I'm not going to mention names, but there's a gentleman who follows and listens. If you're listening today, um, keep on keep on laughing okay and you know what i'm talking about it's been a great message uh when it's really great when you get an email from somebody who opens up and what you do help helps them so thank you guys so much for everything take care take care brett thank you yeah thank you bye-bye